With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now... Our host, Deborah Hardnett. Hello, I've been talking here, and now I see that we were on mute. So let's start over. We got a new system. Uh, Blog Talk Radio just came out with a new system, so I just realized I had to automatically take it off the mute button. So let me start all over. I love it. I love it. That means that we're going to have a powerful show today. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. I tell you what, this show is sponsored by the professional black woman, and you can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color, and we also provide that dynamic practical advice that's needed in businesses today. Our purpose is twofold. We love to inspire and encourage the listener, and second, we help to edify, promote, and acknowledge and say thank you to our sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is a Monday, June 27, 2011, and I hope you are as excited about your future as I am because it is extremely bright. Trust me, no matter what it looks like, it is bright. You know, we are here every week. That's at the same time, Mondays, 12 noon Eastern, so go out and spread the word. And I was just sharing how excited I am to be here on the West Coast. I might sound a little uh, a bit crazy today, or shall I say a little giddy because my sleep pattern is off, but it doesn't matter. I'm having a ball. Got here Friday night. Um, we uh, had the, a wonderful time at the Lamarck book fair on the Lamarck Park book fair on Saturday, met some incredible people, the Wilborn sister Carolyn came out, I mean it was just an awesome time, we had uh, yesterday drove up to Sacramento with a, a beautiful drive and had an awesome book signing at Carol's Books and this is, I want to give a shout out to Sharon, if any of you all are anywhere on the West Coast in Sacramento area, you have to get to Carol's Books on Del Paso Way, she is a phenomenal 
phenomenal individual, just such a giving person. But that bookstore, it's a gallery. It's beautiful. It's red brick. It's a, I mean, I, can, I just tell you, she has exquisite art in there and some of the most unique books. I mean, the books that you, oh, gosh, you just have to get there. She also can do events. You definitely want to reach out to, to Sharon at Carol's Books. Uh, in Sacramento, and then uh, tonight we will have our tour date here in Sacramento. As you know, the PBW is on the PBW Maximizing You Tour. We're going from coast to coast and so proud to be here with Michelle Chasinga, who is doing an incredible job. She's brought at 100 people registered for this event tonight. She just came on board as a host literally within a month's time, and she has just really turned uh, it out. So we're looking forward to that tonight. And then tomorrow night, back down in L.A., going to go back down, drive down, and hang out there with Shante Bridges at our event. And um, both times is 7 p.m. from 9 p.m. tonight and 7 p.m. from 9 p.m. tomorrow night. Tonight we will be at the Galleria in Sacramento. That's, I believe, our downtown Sacramento. And tomorrow night we're at the LAX Marriott. That's the Marriott right there in Los Angeles Airport on West Century Boulevard. Go to the PBW.com to get registered for that event. We look forward to seeing you all there. It's going to be an incredible time. Trust me, the great information, great networking. You don't want to miss that event. We will see you tonight and tomorrow night, West Coast. We're very excited about that. Now, today's show, I'm telling you, um, is, is a very, very special show. I have uh, 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 someone that I have so much respect for. I I'm, I'm just was privileged to meet this 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 incredible individual, uh, literally, uh, she came into my life last year. Uh, she came, called me, had no idea who she was, found us on the internet, and just said, "Look, I'm coming to your conference. I see this conference. I want to come." And I did not have a clue who this individual was. She is just an incredible woman, Miss Yvonne Pointer. I like to call her Busy Bee herself because she. I mean, when she puts her mind to something, she does it. But her heart is one of the, I mean, just a huge heart. I can't, I just can't even express how powerful this woman is. She is an author and a philanthropist. So you know this is going to be an incredible show today. Uh, Please, right now, I need everyone to go tweet, Facebook, text them, let them know to dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278. You have to get them on this show today. You do not want to miss what we're going to talk about today. Also, you know that you can follow us on Facebook uh, and Twitter as well. And remember, you can always go to www.wealthysisters. S-I-S-T-A-S, WealthySisters.com, and listen to us live uh, as well. And also catch all of our shows in the archives there, and also you can download them on iTunes. Um, When I tell you uh, who this woman is today, our guest, you will see why we are just so excited to have her. Miss Yvonne uh, Pointer is a native of Cleveland and is one, like I said earlier, the most incredible individuals of our time. She continues to inspire so many with her amazing ability to turn her daughter's glory, a horrific murder, into a launching pad of service to so many. 
Yvonne is the founder of Midnight Basketball, a crime prevention program that offers young men an alternative to violence. She ministers to inmates and assists the release with re-entering, re-entering the society. She has a 20-year uh, support group that she started called Positive Plus that continues to thrive, offering encouragement and self-confidence. She also, in honor of her daughter, established the Gloria Pointer Scholarship Fund that has raised thousands of dollars for so many deserving college students. And get this, ladies and gentlemen, not only has she done that, but she is now a global visionary, and she is, as we speak, building a school in Ghana, West Africa. That's right, one woman by herself. She's received numerous amounts of awards. Uh, we know that uh, she she is an incredible person. She She's in the um, Hall of Fame, the Women's Hall of Fame there in the state of Ohio. She's received the 908 Point of Light presented by President George Bush and also won the Queen Latifah's Project Confidence Award and so, so many others. So after we take this short break, we're going to come back and hear from none other than the dynamic Miss Yvonne Pointer. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters. And as always, you know, we are very excited to be here. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live here on a special trip for the PBW Maximizing You Tour from the West Coast. Sitting here in lovely, sunny Sacramento. Looking forward to our event tonight at the Galleria downtown there, the Galleria Library. Uh, 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. You can go to the PBW to get registered. But we want to let you know who our guest is today. Again, we have none other than Miss Yvonne Pointer, who is a philanthropist, an author, a speaker, and just a woman that you definitely want to meet. So I want to say it's my pleasure to introduce to you all today and welcome on Wealthy Sisters. Hello, Miss Yvonne. How are you today? Hey there. Good morning, good morning, (laughs) or afternoon. What time is it? I know. I don't know what time my body says, but I know it's morning somewhere and afternoon there, so we're excited about yes. that. But, yeah, we, we, we had the little uh, earlier part, the muted part of the show, so I'm glad that uh, we were able to get it going back live. We've got a, a great new system here that Blog Talk has implemented, so we are learning that as we speak. But nevertheless, you are an incredible individual, an incredible woman. You have an amazing story of um, how you were able to turn something that would just stop so many dead in their tracks into something that we see today, just such an incredible force of giving. So 
I just want to take this time to give the floor to you and just allow you to just share briefly, you know, the what happened, your story, and and then we can move to how you have been able to do what you're doing today. Well, Deborah, thank you again for allowing me to be on your show, but let me just set the record straight from the beginning. God is incredible. I'm just a part of his ultimate plan. So when people look at me and they say, oh, you're amazing, or they look at what has been accomplished through my life, they think that it's me, but I know that it's him working through me, so I must give him glory. In 1984, I started out as an average day, but uh, on that day, December 6, 1984, there was an event that literally altered the course of my life, and that was the brutal rape and homicide of my 14-year-old daughter, Gloria Pointer. Gloria was on her way to school like we did every day. It was a normal day. This is why uh, people take for granted, I think, too many things. Everything started out normal, but it ended with a major catastrophe, I think. Uh, to date, Gloria's case remains unsolved. But this show is really not about uh, trumping up sympathy for Yvonne Pointer. It's talking about the amazing things that can be done with the tragedy and how tragedies can be turned into triumphs, and it's all about perspectives. She was my oldest daughter, uh, and she was found raped and beaten to death at the bottom of a stairwell here in Cleveland, Ohio. So what that did, Deborah, was uh, put me in awareness. Even though we see the news, we hear about these horrific crimes, but it put me in a greater awareness that children are innocently are innocent and being brutalized. And I began looking for someone that would do something about it. This is the amazing part of the story. I was not the person in my mind. I just started looking for the person. And along the way, I met myself. That's what happened. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Isn't that amazing how you can start off with one thing and you think you have the plan for it and then something else reveals your your true purpose? That's well, amazing. I was even thinking about a scripture this morning and about it said that God would do exceeding abundant above anything we can ask or think. But really what came in my mind this morning, but you have to be asking or thinking something for him to do amazing and abundant over that. So what I was doing was trying to find a person to help save the children. It was that simple. That was my mission. And so as I reached out to people, famous individuals, I did letter writing and everything, no one responded. So in my mind, I thought, well, I'll just do what I want them to do until they show up. Sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a part of the plan in life is just occupying the position. So mm-hmm. I didn't feel qualified to be in it. I just felt willing to go because somebody needed to save the children. That's all I knew. So this went on for a while. I would just, whatever I wanted them to do, well, what do you want them to do? I want them to speak out. I want them to go to schools. I want them to talk about safety. I want them to do media. So I just started doing it, and people began to take note. 
Oh, my God, that's almost a prophetic word for all of us. If we just start somewhere doing it, somebody's going to recognize what you're doing. And that's what happened. I started getting the awards and the accolades and then the acknowledgments. Who is this mother? Who, as a matter of fact, can I just say the black word? Who is this black mother? Because, you know, it was a strange thing that in our race we don't tend to utilize our intelligence to fight a battle. I realized as a writer that there was power in the pen. I didn't have to get my Uzi and go shoot and curse and act black, as some people would say. So when mm-hmm. I used the gift, it made room for me. Mm, 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 mm. That is so true. So all, this all happened. You began to, um, you know, begin starting you didn't know what you were doing at the time. Didn't have a clue. Didn't have a clue. But let let's start out with um, the the midnight basketball. Was that mm-hmm. a part? Of, you know how how long ago was that that you started well, that? And that's that's a great thing because I can mm-hmm. remember as it was yesterday. That was in the late eighties, early nineties. When I was on my knees praying with the television on, I know we're supposed to be in our silent closets and everything, but this morning I had the television on, and there was a man named Gil Walker in Chicago, from Chicago, that was in New York talking about this program that was taking young African Americans off the streets between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., placing them in a gym, with basketball, thereby reducing crime. And I said, well, God, this is a perfect idea. If we can get the guys off the streets, they won't be selling drugs. They won't be murdering. So I launched this campaign to bring the program to Cleveland, the state of Ohio, and ultimately our region, our state regions. Sounded like a plan, but sometimes when we have a plan, don't mean everybody going to buy into our plan. Am I mm-hmm. right, Deborah? So yes. I had the task of trying to convince people that this was a plan. And it right. took about 14 months. And then Mayor Michael R. White, who was the mayor of our city, came on board, kicked the program off. And for 10 years, we affected and impacted the lives of thousands of young men, many of which who turned their lives around from street lives, got jobs, became productive citizens. And it was done through a bouncing ball in a gym from 10 at night to 2 in the morning. Wow. That's 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 something so simple as that. You know, it, it really makes you wonder uh, why everything is the, way, is the way that it is? You know, we don't we don't like to get into a lot of politics here on our show because we, you know, we love to keep everything business because that's our format. But you know, it really does make you wonder when you look at the big picture. Something as simple as that. Why would it be so hard uh, to implement and to get people to come on board? So that's a great news story that you were able to to overcome all those hurdles to start well a, a lot of times deborah people don't come on board they're they're waiting to see what's going what to happen do. Yeah. and then yeah. once it's a big success then everybody mm-hmm. wants to be a part of it but the when bandwagon oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah but when you're mm-hmm. birthing a project out of your spirit that has not been revealed 
People don't mm-hmm. want to do it yet. So mm-hmm. I had seen the program, and, and but it was in another city. So I'm mm-hmm. they like, you want to put drug dealers and gang bangers and gang members in the gym and do what? I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. it'll work. It'll work. But sometimes when you have a dream, you have to press forward. Even if nobody else goes with you, you can go it alone. I think about Harriet Tubman. Come on. She's trying to convince people about freedom that know nothing about freedom. Right. They right, were like, right. no, you got to leave us alone. we content in massive plantation. Right, right, right. That's because of the fear of the unknown. It's the like fear of the unknown. What's going to happen? Yes. Mm-hmm, you want to know mm-hmm. something funny? I don't even understand the game of basketball. I didn't then, and I don't now. I could care less. When I get invited to games, I jump when everybody else jumps. I don't know what they're jumping about. What is basketball about? So how could it? How could you run a program? You don't understand it. That's what I hired coaches. I hired mm-hmm. officials, let them do it. But the key component around Midnight Basketball was the mandatory workshops prior to every game. If you're going to play ball, you got to sit in this room and listen as we parade a variation of speakers. We talked about everything, and the guys would say, Miss Pointer, you're always making us think too much. That's what I want you to do. So when mm-hmm. they would say to me about the layup or the jump shot, I was like, you ain't in your time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was not about the basketball. Yeah, yeah. It was about oh, information, wow. which is why I might add about what I love and respect about you so much and the vision that God has given to you to do this work that you do. You give information. Mm. And information is powerful. How can mm-hmm. people know that there's a conference going on with the type of speakers, the type of information that you share, and sit at home and not come? When I heard mm-hmm. about it, I didn't know you from Adam. I thought, oh, <laughs> here's some information. <laughs> and I have applied it, trust me, and my life has been better wow. from coming to your conference. Just from knowing you, my life has been better, enriched. Wow, wow, wow. What an honor. Thank you so much coming from you, for for sure, Miss Yvonne. I really appreciate that. And I also um, remember you sharing your incredible story, and we can just really call this episode Amazing Stories. That's what I should have titled it. That's what it is. It's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing stories because, you know, we talk all the time about how, well, I'll, I'll back up and say my, my new favorite quote that um, I included it in the beginning of my book, Wealthy Sisters, Powerful Personal Stories That Prove Proving You Can Do It Too. Um, it's on the front of the book, and it says, it's from John Van Gogh, and, you know, he says, and I love when he says this, he says, whatever you think you can do or believe you can do, begin it. Action has magic, grace, and power in it. I love that. Action has magic, grace, and power in it, meaning you just step out there, you take the action. You can have a point of strategy because, of course, we talk about that with business principles. We've got to have a strategy, but we don't always know how everything is going to end up, how everything is going to play out, how everything is going to work. We just know that it's going to work. 
But when we take action, that magic begins to happen. And I tell you, your life is a living proof of that. Share with us the story you shared uh, with me on one of the stories you talked about with the young man that I guess they accused initially of your daughter's uh, murder. Absolutely. And now what has been turned into a soon-to-be-produced movie. So tell us about that story. Well, uh, one thing I know for sure, that there's been a series of events that has happened in my life as a result of Gloria's homicide that's leading up to a major event. And I don't want to say a, several major events. We would probably need about three, ten shows to share everything. But there was a person of interest in my daughter's homicide. And for 24, 25 years, I wrote the same letter because I was convinced that This person was not the actual perpetrator of her homicide, but was someone they were trying to accuse. Now, that's a whole other talk show about how that happens, but it does. So I was fighting on this young man's behalf, trying Mm -hmm. to prove his innocence, trying not to let them put Gloria Pointer's murder on him. As a direct result of that, I was being accused by the police, a detective that's not willing and not to being cooperative. It was just a mess. But I held to the fact he didn't do it, and you're not going to charge him. So I would write him letters trying to explain, because he was incarcerated and is incarcerated currently for another case. I was trying to say, hey, I believe that you're innocent. Just write me and let me know that I'm on the right track. And I forgive you. You know, if you did, just say it. This is what I did for 24 years, Deborah, without Mm -hmm. a response. Sometimes we want something, but how bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough that come hell or high water, you will not let go? Now, can you share, in the midst of this, can you share why you, you knew that he was not the right one? My daughter was sexually assaulted, and his DNA did not match. Oh, what man. was found on the scene. They, I was told that they could just charge him with her homicide and not her rape. Mm-hmm. Now, how is that possible? She was raped. See, mm-hmm. you have to pay attention, people. How mm-hmm. can you say he murdered her but he did not rape her? When mm-hmm. she's there with her pants, underwear around her ankle, Semen Mm -hmm. coming all out of her. What do you mean she wasn't raped? Their Mm -hmm. response was, that could have been semen from the day before with Mm. a sexual encounter with some person. Mm. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about the way our black children's cases are investigated. Deborah, Mm -hmm. that's another story. Trust me, people, it's real. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying to him I believe they're trying to put this on you, and I am fighting to not let it happen. But I need your help. I'm talking to this person who, by the way, is not a good individual. Don't get it twisted. If you look up his records, he, you know, I can see why they would try to put this on him because of his mm-hmm. history. But mm-hmm. 24 years of writing this letter, finally the day for his execution comes for this other homicide. And I write one more time. I'm saying, look, 
Here's your day. Don't take this to the grave. Talk to me, please. Well, the day before the execution came, I received a letter that said, you will hear from me. That's all it said. To make a very, very long story short, the next day he was strapped to the table, and for two hours they could not find a vein. So they eventually had to call off the execution. Never in the history of Ohio, don't talk to me about what the power of prayer will do. Mm. Never in the history of Ohio has this occurred. So they strapped him back on the table, tried again for some more time. Then that failed. So they took him back to the cell, called off the execution. Needless to say, he did send me a letter thinking that he was going to be executed. The letter started off, by the time you get this letter, I will not be on this earth. But guess what? He was. Mm. He said he didn't do it. Okay, let's. Fast forward. While this is happening in Ohio, a film producer in Germany was reading about this failed execution. Well, Germans don't have executions, and they thought this was horrendous to subject this person to this cruel and unusual punishment, even if he was a criminal. So they flew to Ohio to interview him for a movie. During the interview, he brings up my name. He said, I'm innocent, and you can ask Miss Pointer. They tried to put her daughter's homicide on me, and the film producer said, who is Miss Pointer? So they go back to Germany and Google me, come up with all of this stuff that you will find if your listeners Google me. They flew back to Cleveland and literally followed me for five days so that I will be a part of this film production that they are doing. Mm, mm, mm. How amazing How It's amazing It is amazing Wow. And when I tell the story Sometimes people say Your life is almost unbelievable The stuff that happens to you Is unbelievable We can hardly believe it But I'm saying it's the truth It's the truth And I love it I love it because of Like we we put out a tweet today We talked about your net worth Is as we know, is as large as your net work. And you literally uh, have a wealth of relationships. I mean, she has a Rolodex of anybody you know that everybody knows. She knows them. (laughs) But you would never know that because she's very respectful and very unassuming (laughs) with that list. But just how you you can not have to pay for anything. I mean, it's just it's just incredible your network there and how people have seen the way that you have given and uh, continuously to give with your foundation, your scholarship fund. Tell us about that. How you created that? Well, the reason I could be unassuming, um, let me just speak on that, is because mm-hmm. remember I was looking for a celebrity. And I became a celebrity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I have never forgotten that. I never forgot how t- t- strenuous it was to try to get to somebody, just to talk to them about what I was trying to say. So now when people try to get to me, I don't be like, I'll get away from me. I'm not going to respond. I recall that the only mm-hmm. reason I have this is so that I can Help people. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not crazy because I've been burnt by that. But if I see someone doing something like yourself, 
or others. I think we're obligated to help. So when Gloria, what I needed to do, Deborah, was find a purpose and a reason to live, to exist, to be, because her homicide stripped me of that. What I found that saved my life was service. The only thing that helped me, not my shoes, not my car, not my furs, not my diamonds, it meant nothing. When I was, the only thing that helped me feel alive was what I did for someone else, service. So I thought about her unsolved homicide and there was a reward fund hanging out there and I petitioned the school board for the money, they gave it to me. I established the Gloria Pointer Scholarship Fund in 1991, and since then have raised over $30,000 and give an annual scholarship of $1,000. Now, $30,000 may not sound a lot, but to, by yourself, <laughs> to, and I work every day. So don't tell me what you can't do. I'm not a wealthy woman. I love your thing, wealthy sisters. I'm wealthy in a way that I have anointing and favor. But money, I don't have any. But what mm. I found out is I don't need any because when I need something, the money comes. So yes. when I thought I want to send kids to school in Gloria's memory, how do I do that? All you have to do, I like what you said about the action. Action has magic power. If you just make up your mind, you're going to do it, the way will appear. We started it in 1991 with $4,000. Today there's over 30000 in it, and I've given away 19 scholarships. Everybody wow. from Camille Crosby and a lot of people have sewn into the scholarships. So now it's vested so I don't have to raise any more money for it. As long as there is a history, the money from the interest will go to send kids to college. Now, look, I'm not looking for students with uh, young ladies with high GPAs. I don't want that. I'm looking for young ladies who have experienced some type of violence in their lives. Their mother was murdered. Their father's in prison. They Somebody was on drugs. They got pregnant, but they still want to go to school. I have some money for you. And mm. when I get the essays of the women, the young girls who are writing for the scholarships, and annually I sit down, I almost cry when I look at what our young women are suffering through. And I'm mm. so grateful to have a privilege to give into their lives. Some of these girls have had uh, terrible, terrible lives, but they still want to go to college. As a matter of fact, I was um, invited to be the keynote speaker at Central State University a few years ago for their graduation ceremony. And as the speaker, I got that opportunity because one of the recipients of the Gloria Pointer Scholarship went to Central State University. And it was her graduating class. And unbeknownst mm -hmm. to me, she marched into the president's office and said, I have a speaker for the graduation. And that's how I got the invitation. Wow. She got the award. Four years later, she graduated. And she was so thankful uh, that she invited me to come and serve as the graduation commencement speaker. Wow, that is incredible. I that's tell what you. happened. 
Yeah, our special guest today is Miss Yvonne Pointer. She's an author. She's a speaker, as you can tell. And what I most love about her is the fact that she is a philanthropist. We're going to take a short break and come back, and I, I want you to share with us your amazing story of how you got connected with your team there in Ghana, West Africa. You all, trust me, are going to have to hear this. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hi, this is Michelle Gill-Newton of Team New Vision of Sensaria Natural Body Care. We are so excited to be partnering and a sponsor of the Professional Black Women's Maximizing You Tour. You can find out more about what we do at our website, www.myspapartybiz.com or you can visit us at one of the stops at the Professional Black Women's Tour. We'll see you there. Hi there. This is Bill Lee. I'm a voice talent, and I want to work for you. Just email me at bill at billlee.net. For God so loved the world. We've probably all heard the start to this verse, but what does it really mean in our daily lives? At FedEx, we understand you want a partner who can help you go global. That's why FedEx delivers next business day by 10.30 a.m. from more major international cities than any other express carrier. FedEx, another day, another dollar saved. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters, and we are always are very grateful to each and every one of you for tuning in. We just celebrated a second-year anniversary, and we know we owe it all to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the wonderful calls, the great interaction with the show, your questions, your comments. Certainly appreciate you and welcome you to continue to share uh, with your friends our show and as we promise and commit to providing you with excellence in programming. And also, we're so pleased to announce our new release, Wealthy Sisters, Powerful Personal Stories, Proving That You Can Do It Too. We have some dynamic individuals in this book. We've taken some of the most incredible interviews that we have had here on Wealthy Sisters, put it in book form, and the reviews are amazing. You can go to Wealthy Sisters. Dot com. Get your copy today. It's nice and small. You can put it in your purse. You can put it in your pocket, but you want to get it. It's like a resource, like a textbook. Those are some of the comments we've been getting back from it, and uh, it's nothing like it. I tell you, it's a, it's a dynamic book. So definitely go to WealthySisters.com to pick up your copy today. You can also get it on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And do us a favor. Like us there on Wealthy Sisters. Go ahead, Wealthy Sisters on Facebook. Like us there if you would as well, and as you make a comment or read our book, please make a comment there on Amazon and Barnes & Noble as well. So our special guest, back to our guest today, philanthropist, author, speaker, Ms. Yvonne Pointer, she was sharing some incredible stories, and like I said, we should have titled this episode today, Amazing Stories. 
um, with how she turned an experience of her daughter's tragic murder into such a, a, a whirlwind of giving and what she's doing today. Um, we're going to talk about the school that you have that you're building in um, West Africa. But before we do that, we had um, one of our, our callers, or shall I say one of our listeners, was, was not able to dial in live today. Uh, actually, she uh, has experienced the same thing that you have. Of her son was murdered at the beginning of this month, she says, and uh, today she starts. Um, some appointments regarding that, but she wanted to know if she could just really just reach out to you first of all, and wanted to. She says, as a believer, she knows that her son is well, and she realizes that he is at peace. But, however, the reality that he's murdered is still something very hard for her to deal with. The boys uh, are 19, and they are in custody, and she doesn't want to focus on them. But she needs to know how to stay focused and not become bitter. And she's also interested in helping others who may not have access to resources and also would like to establish a foundation in her son's honor. So can you start with the bitterness? Well, Deborah, let me say that everything that she expressed is an actuality. People have to understand where I am today is not where I was when Gloria was murdered. I struggled with suicide and thoughts of insanity. In in my first book, Behind the Death of a Child, I write a lot about my emotional breakdown and my struggle to just maintain sanity and my desire not to be here. We we just need to talk about that. So when I travel the country speaking to families or people who have been victimized, the first thing I say to them that it is okay not to be okay. We've got mm-hmm. to stop this, well, I'm tough, I can take it. No. You can say, how are you today, Yvonne? Today I am not okay. Mm -hmm. I would cry in the bus stops, cry in the grocery stores. If people stood still long enough, I cried and I talked about my daughter's murder. So at some point I had to find a way from talk to action. And again, it's something that really found me. So when the mother says she wants to do all these things, I would recommend that she first fulfill the grief process in her life. Allow herself time to mourn, to hurt, and then time to be healed. But then once she goes through that process, there is a tremendous amount of work that can be done. I'm I'm speaking with a lady right now that I'd like to connect her with whose son was shot point blank in the head by a young man. And the young man served the time, but to date, this young man who murdered her son and this mother traveled the country talking about forgiveness. And during that interview, you'll hear him say, I love you, Mom. He lives next door to her. He Mm. takes out her trash. She Mm. said, I won't get to see my son graduate, but I will be at your graduation. She talks about the power of forgiveness. Mm. Now, I know 
when someone murders our children. The last thing we want to talk about is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. We want we don't want to talk about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But let me mm-hmm. tell you what unforgiveness is like. And I want you guys to listen and write this down. Unforgiveness is like you drinking a vial of poison but mm-hmm. expecting someone else to fall dead. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. drink the poison. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but you looking for them to die. What you're mm. doing with unforgiveness is killing yourself. Mm. If you mm. really want to get back at them, forgive them. Mm. I said to Gloria's murder, who I don't know who he is, I forgive you. Because when I realized that not only had he taken her life, he was taking mine too. I was like mm-hmm. the living dead. I was walking mm-hmm. around going to work, but Deborah, I was dead. I needed to find my way back to life. And that came through service and forgiveness. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I hope I don't make it sound as if it is easy. Mm-hmm. Because it is not. Mm-hmm. It is not. I spent mm-hmm. more days begging God to come and get me out of this earth than I did uh trying to live, so much so until I can remember very clearly one day at my house around midnight, I wrote I wrote in my book about the night, or I can talk about how awful the nights can be when your children are murdered and the house is quiet, and you're left alone with your thoughts, and one night I was just begging God to please, please come and get me. And I said, I just want to go. And God, who is present at all times, began to remind me of the reasons that I had to live. It was almost like he was trying to help me, but I didn't want to be helped. I just wanted to go. And he said, what about your other children? And I said, that's not a reason. Just come and get me. What about this? He started listing, Deborah, all of the reasons. And finally, I just said, that's not good enough. I don't have a reason to live. I said it just like that. And he responded to me right back and said, then I will be your reason. Mm. Yes, he did. Wow. And he told me to get a pencil and write. And he began singing this song in my ear. And sometimes when I run up across people who don't have a reason to live, I say, wait a minute, I have a song for you. I have a song for you. I have sang it in the welfare department. I sing it wherever. And the song has transforming power because it came from God. God has been my reason. So what do I say to the mother? And sometimes when I say this to people, they don't want to hear about God because they're mad at him because why did he let this happen? But that's like spilt milk. We can't focus on why did it happen, but what do we do about what happened? Right, right, right. How we react to it is it determines everything. Right, right. right, right. Otherwise, we're drinking the poison and expecting somebody else to die. Yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get back at you. I'm going to hurt you. You just wait. Stay right here. I'm going to go get some poison. And when I come back, instead of giving it to you to drink, I swallow it. Well, who have you hurt? Wow. I I have a friend who uh, went through a 41-year marriage and, 
you know, typical husband, typical other woman, typical, typical. And she's every day dying a little bit because her dreams were for her and this man to grow old together. And it's Shangri-La. Come on, you know how we fantasize. And I said, do you want to hurt him? She said, Miss Point, I just hate him. I just want to hurt him. And every day her emails are filled with how her day has gone bad. But guess what? He's divorced and moved on. So I said to her, do you really want to hurt him? Yes, Miss Point, I do. I said, no, do you? really, really want to hurt him. She said, yes, Miss Pointer, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. I said, then forgive him and bless him. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. I said, if you want to get back at him, bless him. (laughs) She stopped emailing me. (laughs) She she was looking for somebody to say, yeah, let's go burn his car. Let's go jump on the girl. We don't have time for that. If you want to get back at him, then you bless him. Yeah. God bless him. God bless her. Yeah. So, because you're yeah. trying to save your life, it's not right. about them. Right. So, and it's I would always say, bigger than what it seems, anyway. It so, to yeah. your friend, it's, I would be happy to speak with. Yes, I'd be happy yeah. to speak with your listener and your friend, and guide her through the path, just so she'll know that it is going to be a process. Now tell us, uh, give us your website so people can get in contact with you as well. How can they reach you? Well, uh, they can always Google Yvonne Pointer, or my website is www.yvonnepointer, Y-V-O-N-N-E, pointer.com, or my email is yvonnepointer at aol.com. I need to keep it simple because I'm getting a little older, and I can't remember all of this stuff. So everything is Yvonne Pointer. It's not hard to find me. So when I I do, I speak in churches. And you know what, uh, Deborah, you and I have had this conversation. When I come to your conference, I don't come, Deborah, can I speak? Deborah, can I speak? I come to be replenished. And a lot of times sitting in the audience unassuming, people don't know. Sometimes you don't even know who you're sitting next to. That's why you got to be very careful. Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm there to be replenished. But when they call me forward wherever I go to speak, I bring a word with me in the right yes. audience. Right, right. Yeah. Well, before we before we lose our time, I'm telling you, we could be here all day and just enjoying every moment of it. We have about six minutes left. Take about three minutes of that and t- tell us, give us the abbreviated version of how you met your your partners there, the young men that you're supporting there in uh, West Africa. Ghana, West Africa. And I've already talked about Germany, but, you yeah. know, it's just amazing because every day that I get up, I told you God said that he would be my reason. I get I get up with the mind, how can I fulfill that? How can I show up in someone's life so that they could be better? It's a J-Bath prayer. God enlarge my territory. So, I'm praying that prayer when I receive a letter from a boy in Ghana, West Africa, 17-year-old Anthony Tay, who said that he was hadn't eaten for three days and was walking down the road in Ghana, West Africa, preparing to die. He knew that he was going to starve to death. He said, and he looked up to heaven or to the sky and said, God, if you are so real, why won't you at least feed me, give me something to eat? 
And when he said that, he looked down on the ground, and in 2003, there was a dirty, crumpled piece of paper on the ground, on the dirt road in Ghana, West Africa, about the murder of Gloria Pointer. He picked up the little piece of paper, and in the bottom of it, now I know some of your audience are saying, wait a minute, how did the paper get on the ground and gone to West Africa? That's a good question because nobody has the answer to it, but it was. And in the bottom of the paper, bottom of the article was my mailing address. So he wrote me to say, I'm sorry to hear about the murder of your girl child. That's what he said. I said, okay, what is this about? So I wrote back, confirmed that it was legitimate, and started sending money for him to get something to eat. Deborah, that's how it started. Here. And then I started sending money for him to go to school. And while this was going on, just to feed him, he said he had a dream because he was in Ghana, Working with children. He said in the dream, it came to him to name his work in Africa in memory of Gloria. So he did that. And for five years, they were going around West Africa talking about Gloria, talking about rape, talking about things that children are faced with, innocent children. And then he invited me to come to Africa to visit them, the children, and to see the work. Well, it sounds simple, but again, I don't have any money. I'm not a wealthy sister. <laughs> so <laughs> while I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get to Ghana, I receive a call that I was being honored by actress Queen Latifah in New York City. I keep telling you, it's amazing. So <laughs> I fly to New York. I'm there with Queen Latifah and these other four women who all five of us was there to be honored for the Curvation Award, but only one would receive the national honor. And while I'm sitting next to Queen Latifah, I just kind of whispered a little prayer. I said, God, if Queen Latifah gives me this award, then I can go to Africa. I'll have the money. That's what I said. Well, she stepped to the mic, called me as the winner, handed me a check for $15,000. It was one of those big checks. But nevertheless, after I got the actual check, the live check, I flew to Africa. And <laughs> yes, amazing? I did. Yes, I did, Deborah. So, again, what I'm saying to you sounds like it's impossible, but that's why I think when people call me to speak, I bring a message of hope to people who have given up hope. I say to them, all things is possible. We were talking yesterday about cell phones. If you don't charge the battery, they don't work, right? right. So how right. then as people, Deborah, do we think we're going to accomplish anything without plugging into the source, the creator who did, who started all of this? Right, so if right, it's hard, right. if it's strenuous, it's because you're trying to do it in your own strength. Wow. Wow. What a way to end the show. <laughs> so we're building a school there in her memory. That's what you asked me. And I just got back to that. We're building a school. We have it. It's going to be in a village near the Elmina Slave Castle. And we're raising funds and selling books and speaking and all of the proceeds go towards the ministry, the work, the education of the children in Africa and the children here in Cleveland. Wow. You are the incredible Miss Yvonne Pointer. 
everyone that's listening to her, you want to be able to donate. Um, she is, we're proud to say, for the Winter Summit, uh, her organization is going to be our charitable organization for Winter Summit 2012. We're uh, very grateful to be able to do that as well. So we want you to go to YvonnePointer.com, connect with her. You can email her at YvonnePointer at AOL dot com as well and also she's on facebook <laughs> we're getting a going on facebook so make sure you send a friend request there as well and uh just really really we want to thank you miss yvonne pointer for everything that you're doing and she is like i said earlier in the call i call her busy bee because she's everywhere doing everything as you can tell today uh, she's also serving as the host for our Cleveland tour event. Come the to PBW Cleveland. Maximizing tour, and we'll be there in uh, August 27th. August 27th, there at the Hilton. Which which, which street is that on? Mr. That's Jones? at Beechwood. So if they just know Beachwood. it's on Orange yes. Place in Beechwood, the beautiful city of Beechwood. Please, we have a wonderful hotel room, and we're going to just welcome you to Cleveland. Look forward to meeting everyone. Yes, yes. Well, thank you again. want to say thank you to our producer, Renelda Mersus, for the awesome job that she does every week. Thank you to all of our listening audience. Next week will be the 4th of July. Celebrate. We'll be on holiday, but we'll be right back with another phenomenal interview. Matter of fact, our, our naturopath, uh, physician and who has an incredible story as well. You want to be back, and we'll see you on July the 11th. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, Debbie, to have wonderful. a super powerful day. Thank you. All Goodbye right, have now. a great day. Yes, indeed. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman. Turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister. And visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysisters.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.